0: Hi there, this is Omar Crook, host of Living with a Genius. I want to personally thank you for your financial support. Your donation helps keep this show chugging right along, and I truly couldn't do it without you. As always, thanks for listening. Be kind, do good work, and until next time. Here's Living with a Genius for April 24th, 2021. It's the birthday of the highest-selling female recording artist of all time, Barbara Streisand, born on this day in 1942 in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. Streisand's life began with tragedy when, in August of 1943, a few months after Streisand's first birthday, her father, Emanuel, died suddenly at the age of 34 from complications from an epileptic seizure, the result of a head injury years earlier. The family fell into near poverty, with her mother working as a low-paid bookkeeper. As an adult, Streisand remembered those early years as always feeling like an outcast, explaining, Everybody else's father came home from work at the end of the day. Mine didn't. Her mother tried to pay their bills, but could not give her daughter the attention she craved. When I wanted love for my mother, she gave me food, Streisand said. Streisand became known by others in the neighborhood for her voice. With the other kids, she remembers sitting on the stoop in front of their flat and singing. I was considered the girl on the block with the good voice, she'd later say. She made her singing debut at a PTA assembly, where she became a hit to everyone but her mother, who was mostly critical of her daughter. At age 16, despite her mother's pleas to stay out of show business, Streisand immediately set out, trying to get roles on the New York City stage. After renting a small apartment on 48th Street in the heart of the theater district, she accepted any job she could involving the stage, and at every opportunity she made the rounds of the casting offices. At one point she lacked a permanent address and found herself sleeping at the home of friends or anywhere else she could set up the army cot she carried around to save on rent expense. When desperate, she would return to her mother's flat in Brooklyn for a home-cooked meal. However, her mother would be horrified by her daughter's gypsy-like lifestyle, and again begged her to give up trying to get into show business. But she kept trying, later saying, My desires were strengthened by wanting to prove to my mother that I could be a star despite her voice becoming an actress was Streisand's main objective, and began spending her spare time in the library reading novels and plays by Shakespeare and Ibsen, and the acting theories of Stanislavski and Chekhov. In 1960, at the age of 18, she took a job as an usher at the Lunt-Fontaine Theatre for The Sound of Music. During the run of the play, she heard that the casting director was auditioning for more singers, and it marked the first time she sang in pursuit of a job. Although the director felt she was not right for the part, he encouraged her to begin including her talent as a singer on her resume when looking for other work. That suggestion prodded Streisand to think seriously about a singing career, in addition to acting. She asked her then-boyfriend, Barry Denon, to tape her singing, copies of which she could then give out to possible employers. Denon had acted with her briefly in an off-Broadway play, but had no reason to think she had any talent as a singer, as she never mentioned it. Nevertheless, he agreed and found a guitarist to accompany her. We spent the afternoon taping, he'd later say, and the moment I heard the first playback, I went insane. This nutty little kook had one of the most breathtaking voices I had ever heard. When she was finished and I turned off the machine, I needed a long moment before I dared look up at her. Streisand would go on to perform in nightclubs. Two years later, after witnessing Streisand's nightclub act, CBS television culture critic Leonard Harris had this to say. She's 20. By the time she's 30, she will have rewritten the record books how right he was. Streisand would go on to a record-breaking six-decade-long career, achieving tremendous success across multiple fields of entertainment. Off the top, with 51 gold, 30 platinum, 13 multi-platinum albums, and 71.5 million albums sold in the United States alone, Barbra Streisand is the biggest-selling female artist in U.S. history. Streisand has been recognized with two Academy Awards, ten Grammy Awards, including a Grammy Lifetime Achievement Award and the Grammy Legend Award, five Emmy Awards, a Special Tony Award, an American Film Institute Award, a Kennedy Center Honors Prize, four Peabody Awards, the Presidential Medal of Freedom, and nine Golden Globes. She's among a small group of entertainers who have been honored with an Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and Tony Award and is one of only two artists in that group who have also won a Peabody. Despite her peerless success, Streisand had this to say at the age of 71 in a 2014 interview with UK's Daily Mail. Barbara's mother Diana, a singer who died in 2002, was famously critical and unloving. I think sometimes there are parents who don't really like themselves. They don't like their offspring either. My mother meant well, she loved me as best she could, she had dreams of her own, and she wanted to be a singer. Was she jealous? Yes, and that was staggering for me to learn. She never praised me to my face, but I have a feeling she praised me to other people. And she wasn't a toucher. She never hugged me or said words like, I love you. I'm a toucher more than my mother, now I'm older, I can do it. But for a long time, touching felt alien. I always felt, "'Why are you hugging me? What is this about?' I didn't understand it, and it felt uncomfortable. A critical mother, and I just couldn't please her. But I owe her my career. It was painful on the way up. I was always trying to prove to her that I was worthy of being somebody.' When she first saw me sing, I didn't have money, so I went to thrift shops for my outfits. I was wearing a Victorian lace jacket that looked beautiful with a pink ribbon on it, a white cotton shirt I'd made, and shoes from the 1920s in pink satin. I thought it was a great outfit. My mother said, Why are you singing in your underwear? And your voice needs strengthening. Put an egg and milk and whip it up. Other people were praising my voice, but my mother would say, It's not good enough it's not strong. When asked, in a love relationship, does she like to be the one who loves most, or is loved more? Loved more, she'd say. That's from my childhood, too. People who have two parents who love them are very lucky. They're not left with a hole to fill, and it's very hard to fill. You have to fill it with yourself, eventually. You have to cut off from people who don't nurture you, and it took me a long time to realize that. Be nice to your kids, folks. Kids don't forget. I haven't, and at the age of 75, Barbara hasn't, and I bet you haven't either. Thanks for listening. Be kind, do good work, and until next time.